Oh, man. Um, yeah, I hadn't seen this movie actually in... I don't know how long. At l- I want to say at least five years. Mm. But when I was younger, I watched it like a good, good amount. amount of times. Yeah, when I told you about it, when I told you we should do it, yeah, that's the last time I had watched it. And then before that... Oh, so it wasn't even that long ago. No. Yeah. And then... I watched it that time, and then I watched it again yesterday. Yeah. And then before the time before that, it had probably been like, I don't know, like a few years or something like yeah. that. But I always try and watch this movie like every like pretty often. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like something when I, when I saw it the first time, I watched it over and over again, and then I haven't seen it a lot since, yeah. since then. But um, are we ready to go on this one then? Yeah, let's you do it. Go all set up. All right, well, let's play it again, man. You must remember this A kiss is just a kiss Good morning, Vietnam! You're gonna need a bigger boat Erica! 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 Hasta la vista, baby All right, what's up, everybody? Um, we are here. We're going to do uh, Carlito's Way, uh, directed by Brian De Palma. It came out in 1993. Um, stars Al Pacino, uh, Luis Guzman, John Leguizamo, Sean Penn, mm-hmm. um, to name a few people. And it's a movie about a Puerto Rican drug lord who just got out of jail that's trying to... Um, trying to go straight and he just gets pulled back into the life of crime um it's a really fun movie uh like we said we watched it a lot when we were younger and uh, it was nice to revisit it <clears throat> yeah it's uh I, so I, I guess it's based off of two two uh, two different two books. novels yeah. two different books um uh, written by a he was a judge supreme yeah. court judge Oh really? Yeah, I did not know that. That's interesting. Yeah, his name is Judge Edwin Torres. Oh, okay, so he's a Hispanic. He's probably a Puerto yeah. Rican dude. Then. Yeah, and he grew up in uh... the two the two books that it's 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 based off. One's Carlitos Way, and the other one was After Hours. After Hours. Yeah. I'm wondering if that is has anything to do with the After Hours movie by Scorsese? No. No? It's mainly based off the After Hours book, but they went with Carlito's Way as a title because they didn't want to get confused with with that one. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's based off more of the After Hours book. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know, you know, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what they take from Carlito's from Way. From one or the other, but... but Maybe it's just mainly the title and maybe a couple other things, but it's mainly after hours. Yeah. Okay. Um, had a budget of thirty million. Box office was sixty three million. Okay. Um, so that's pretty good. Yeah. No, right? I mean, that's that's considered a success. Um, and I guess it didn't do too good in the box office. Well, sorry, not the box office with the critics. With the no, it did well with the critics. 
but the opening was like kind of whatever. Oh, it was weak. Yeah. Weak opening. But it became a cult classic later. You on. know, I I w- was wondering about that because Brian De Palma, you know, he's got, you know, he did Carrie and he grew up with Spielberg and George Lucas and everything mm-hmm. and you know famous for doing Scarface. Uh this movie, the story even when I was watching it yesterday, it doesn't seem like a big draw for audiences. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of people probably thought, oh, it's just another Scarface thing. Yeah. You know, it's just another, but there's very clear differences. Oh, no, for sure, know? for sure. Um, I always like to look at it as either two things. Scarface's uh, level-headed Puerto Rican cousin. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. or um, I know he's... Tony Montana's Cuban and he's Puerto Rican, yeah. but like if Tony Montana learned how to be level-headed, yeah, this could have been him. Yeah, you know, he could have been kind of wild before, but then you know, like you know what, I need to play it straight. I gotta play it cool. Yeah, Carlitos way. Yeah, yeah. Carlito Brigante. Carlito Brigante. I fucking love his voice in this movie. Do you really? Yeah. I I mean I don't think he's doing a great. <laughs> but he's not really doing the accent though. That's he, the he, thing. He's not. Um, but I don't. Uh, there's something that he's like singing each. Yeah, night. that's why I love it. He's, <laughs> he's got a little uh, cadence to him. That's yeah. <laughs> we know the street knows the streets always watching. Always watching. All right. Okay. 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 Um. So. But uh, yeah. I guess um, Pacino, Al Pacino first heard of the movie. And, or of the book and the character in 1973. Uh-huh. At a YMCA, he met uh, Judge Edwin Torres on the while he was filming Serpico. Mm-hmm. He was working out at that gym, and he met him there. Interesting. And he told him about these books that he wrote. Ah. Yeah, and so from then on, he was pretty... Interested in the pretty role. Pretty interested in the role, because it was pretty close. So the the Edwin Torres, he wrote about his life and the people he grew up around in East Harlem. Uh-huh. And so, um, yeah, he was like instantly intrigued by it. He wanted to do it. And then um, they tried to get it made back in the 70s. Yeah. But it didn't It didn't work out because... Who, who did? Al Pacino did? Yeah, he wanted to get oh, it made really? back okay. then, yeah. And then I so guess... this was, was like a pet project of his. Oh, yeah. And I guess in the 70s, um, he was working with some guy, um, Elliot Kastner. Mm-hmm. And he was going to do the version of the novel. And then he, apparently he sued Al Pacino because Al Pacino apparently backed out of it. Yeah. But he, he said he never agreed to it. Yeah, yeah, So he backed out of the out of the uh, the role. Do and you know why? Was he filming something He didn't else? say. Um, and then I guess in that in that adaptation, Marlon Brando was going to play Kleinfeld. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That would have been something. And, um, and then, so that, that didn't work out. And then he got uh, Marty Bregman, I think his name is. Yeah. He did the script. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then they got David Quip to do the... Oh, no. He got David Quip to do the script. And then they agreed. But it didn't It didn't happen until much later. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And that's how it got made. But he's been... It's been on his mind since the 70s. Since he heard of it. Yeah. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then... I think I think it was the right time for Al Pacino to do that role or get that movie made maybe. 
especially in the time between Scarface and this. Yeah, and know? then he seems he's a little bit older. He's a little yeah. bit more yeah. like he looks like he could have went away for five years and he would have been a young hot shot. Yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense there. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so what about when's the first time you saw this on DVD? Really, my brother. So you're a bit older then. Yeah, my brother. My brother told me about it. And he's like, you gotta watch this movie, man. He's like, he's like. I so need- at this point, you've seen Scarface. Oh yeah. Seen, okay. I love Scarface. And did you know who Brian De Palma was? Just from what it said on the, you yeah. know, watching Scarface yeah. on the on the. But like you didn't know like Untouchables and all that. All the- no, nah, I was I wasn't so like, like in tune with that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Like. So you're what like uh, a, like a te- like a teenager at this yeah, point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he told me about it. He's like, "Oh, bro, he's like, you gotta watch this movie. This movie's fucking sick. I need those way." And then I was just yeah. like, "All right, all right." <laughs> so yeah, that was my first time. Um, about you? So this was a movie. I'm pretty sure I mentioned before. Had an entertainment system. It had two double doors at the bottom, and you push them, they pop open. Oh yeah. And my mom just had. Dozens and dozens of VHS movies, and there was ones that I would go back to. Obviously, ones that I really liked growing up: John Hughes movies, Breakfast Club, fucking Terminator Two, like we always talk about, and everything. And there was like certain movies that I was like, I'm gonna get to this eventually, but you know, I want to watch these movies over again or these other movies because it's, you know, I, I I knew who Al Pacino was. I had seen parts of Scarface and everything because I'm pretty young at this point. I'm probably like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like eight or nine. Yeah. Um, and then my uncle, who was living with us at the time, puts this movie on, and I catch it like midway through. Um, and I'm watching it. I'm like, "Oh, this is another like cool movie. This is a movie I want to fucking want to actually sit down and watch." So then I finally, like, on my own time, grab the the VHS and watch it from the beginning. Um, and you know, when I watch it now, there's like, and we could go into it later about like. De Palma's choices or whatever it's it's a little it's funny to me just because like obviously now you know Pacino wouldn't do a Puerto Rican and Mm -hmm. definitely Viggo Mortensen wouldn't be a Puerto Rican dude or like whatever (laughs) but uh watching it back then I was like oh this is like this is cool like this gangster stuff like Mm -hmm. I like these types of movies and stuff but yeah it was a it was another one like growing up you revere people like De Niro and Pacino and shit like that um, so it was another one of those movies that I was like, "Oh, this is this is good stuff." Don't you think with the way like his narration, his voice, it's like that old timey like beatnik yeah, almost yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And then the way it's shot is like almost like it's like very old school, right? No, like, it is very nineteen twenties <clears throat> almost. Like so, so there's a couple things that I was thinking about that. Um, at when I first saw this movie, I didn't know that it took place in 1975, mm-hmm. and even watching it the last time. <clears throat> this this yesterday or yeah yesterday there are parts when i'm watching it and like i'm like oh they just live in a poor neighborhood and this takes place in the early 90s when mm-hmm. it was made <clears throat> but there are certain elements that brian de palma does directorially he so in the 70s everybody did these like long zooms mm-hmm. so like you start off with like outside the building that people are in and you maybe have a voiceover of them talking and the camera just zooms in yeah um, he does that in this movie, and before that, the only person that I knew that did that on purpose was Spielberg in Munich from 2003. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember 
listening to Spielberg talk about doing that, he did that because the movie takes place in the 70s. And he wanted to give it a 70s feel. Yeah. So watching it yesterday, I was like, oh, shit. De Palma did it before Spielberg, but it makes sense because they all grew up at the same time. So they're all the same caliber yeah. of, like, director or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's not of its era. Like I said, there are certain parts where I'm like, oh, this is just seems like the 90s. But, yes, you're you're right. I feel like that scene when he's looking at Gail in her dance studio and it's raining. Dude, that's yeah. very old school, right? <laughs> it, like he's just it, it is. Not saying a word, it's, just it's, watching. It's um there okay, so there's a lot in this movie that I was like giggling about. First of all, the music's awful in this movie. Yeah, it's, it could be bad. Um, especially when uh, scenes between Al Pacino and Gail, like the it goes in this weird like piano melodic thing and it's just not it doesn't fit the scene but i think that's staying with the 70s thing right because some some 70s movies had like terrible music i don't i don't think it needed that touch if that's what they were going for i don't know uh but yeah it's uh there's a lot there's a lot in this movie did you you want to talk more about this stuff, or did you want to go into the cast Let's first? Let's go to the cast real quick. Okay. So we can get into the other stuff. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so first off, we got the man himself, Al Pacino, who plays Carlito Briganti, a.k.a. Charlie, in this movie. Um, Charlie? Yeah. Uh, you know, he's 81 years old now. Oh, yeah. 81. I was looking he's, him up. I was like, He's Damn. old, but... So he was 53 when they made this dude, movie. Dude, yeah. That's fucking insane. Um, so... Obviously, everybody knows who Al Pacino is, but if you don't know because you're a fucking Martian, um, <laughs> he's famous. His breakout role was in The Godfather. Um, he did Serpico, where he plays an undercover cop. He does Dog Day Afternoon. He's in one of our favorites, Heat. He's in Donnie Brasco, yeah. The Devil's Advocate. Um, you know, he does all these. Dude, Godfather 1, Godfather 2, he's nominated for Best Actor. Um, Serpico, I think he's nominated. Dog Day Afternoon, he's nominated. He makes all these fucking bangers. Scarface, he's not nominated. That movie was kind of panned by critics. Uh, but he makes all these movies, and then he finally wins for Son of a Woman, which I feel is like a Leo version of winning the Oscar, where it's like, you've just done so many good things, and yeah. nobody else is better than you this year. We have to give it to you. Yeah. Because Son of a Woman, his it's way better than a bunch of the other movies. Oh, definitely. Um, how do you feel about his his performance in this in this movie? I love this movie, dude. Yeah, I love this movie. I I, I love it too, but the, I I don't look at it in the same way I look at like Goodfellas or something. You know? Oh no, but I just love Al Pacino, and I love just when he gets mad. You know dude, the beginning. You know? I, the beginning of this movie, like right when the fucking movie starts after the. And that's another thing. Why did Brandon Palma show that he dies right at the beginning of the movie? Don't you think it would have been more compelling if you didn't find out to the end? Yeah. Because when I, when I first saw it, I saw it halfway through, so I didn't know that that happened. And then when I saw it again, I was like, why is this happening right now? But it's because you don't know for sure he dies, though, because of the line that he says. Yeah. Don't worry. My heart, it don't ever quit. <laughs> I ain't ready to check out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, okay. Uh, so I got yeah. the script right here. That's that's great. We can, <laughs> we can go back to it. I fucking I, I love wrote his it. his delivery, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> his yeah. I think it's so fucking cool. Maybe the last I time, uh, maybe I don't remember the last time I blew I, my, my nose. <laughs> maybe I don't remember you. <laughs> Never me. Never me. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. 
Dude, yeah, he's fucking... But, dude, hit him right at the beginning, and he's giving that speech to the fucking judge. He's like, dude, you're going for a pill. Shut the fuck or, up, What bro. about when he t- tells him, convicted dope pilot? Nope. Never convicted never. of no dope. Yeah. <laughs> of no dope. <laughs> Hoo-ah. <laughs> uh, dude, yeah, Al Pacino, uh. he's... he's He goes a little hard. There's this thing that Al Pacino does, and... and uh, Alec Baldwin talked about it. Like, when he was younger, he's very restrained. He's got a very high voice. He's very soft. Oh, yeah, and later on. And then he on. goes through this transition where he's just fucking fire and fury. Just Wah! fucking yelling and everything. But oh, yeah. Anyway, him as, as, as a Puerto Rican gangster, um, it's, a little, it's, it's a little funny here and there. But, you know, you still respect the steez. He's... You believe him when he's panicking, when he's got to get away, when he's yeah, when he's when he's the way he runs. Yeah, he's uh, great. It's a it, he. He's great in this movie, like he is in everything. Um, next up, I think we got to talk about Sean Penn, man. Mm-hmm. Sean Penn is David Kleinfield. Uh, I just remember, you know, before this, I didn't really know who Sean Penn was. I knew Spicoli from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> I can't believe it's the same guy. And it's the same guy. It's the same guy. And then I remember growing up watching Colors, he was he was just this this guy. And, you know, in Colors, he's a young, clean-cut fucking mm-hmm. cop. Um, and, you know, from Spicoli to that, it's, it's just crazy. And so, like, you know, the movies that he was doing at the time, he did Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and he does this, the, the best surfer, like the most well-known surfer, of all times. And then he does uh, Casualties of War with Michael J. Fox in 1989. Um, does Colors in 88 with Robert Duvall. So he starts knocking out some yeah. bangers or whatever. So I think right around here in 1993 when he does Carlito's Way, he's like, he's swinging for the fences yeah. trying to get that Oscar nod or that Oscar nom. I, I don't know if he was nominated for an Oscar for this movie, but he's a believable, sniveling, oh, fucking definitely. coward dude. Yeah. Like crazy, like crazy, coked out fucking lawyer dude. What I love, um, I mean, I love his performance in this, and you just, he's got like Sean Penn's already got a weird enough looking face, <laughs> but with the glasses and the that, balding, that, yeah. and the curly hair, and, and him doing coke, he, like, and he's just doing this little <laughs> yeah. like high thing. <laughs> he, he just, you just really believe the character that he is in here and then like the craziness of when he fucking kills oh, fucking dude. Tony T and fucking yeah. it, it just he's he's fucking insane in this movie and then obviously he goes on to bigger and better things uh, I remember there's a big Oscar talk for him in Dead Man Walking 1995 and then he finally fucking secures the in 2001 he goes full retard is fucking they say and I am Sam and I, and I am Sam they say that in Tropic Thunder um, and then he finally wins the Oscar in 03, Mystic, Mystic River. And then in 08, he wins it again for Milk. Um, you know, he had a bit of a weird spout in the 90s where he apparently beat the shit out of Madonna. Oh, um, fuck. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's I don't remember a, that. a lot of stuff that's going on with him. And now he just looks like a miserable old man. He's in a bunch of other stuff, Gangster Squad. He was just in fucking uh, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's new movie, Licorice Pizza. That's it's a pretty good funny movie. that. Um, but yeah, that's that's Sean Penn, and he's he's really good in this movie, pretty much like he is in everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we got Gail Penelope uh, Ann Miller. Uh, she had a pretty fucking good run right before, like she was gonna be a star. 
1987, she plays Brenda, the girl stuck at the fucking Union whatever station in Chicago and Adventures in Babysitting. Then she's in Bullock City Blues, which was popular with um, Matthew Broderick. And then she, in 1990, she knocks out Kindergarten Cop, oh, Awake, yeah. Martin Scorsese's Awakenings, Great and movie. then uh, The Freshman with Marlon Brando and um, Matthew Broderick. I haven't seen that. So she's in a bunch of shit, and then um, the one thing that I could see that could tank her is the movie Shadow that came out with uh, Alec, Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, which I watched recently again. I enjoy that movie. It's mm. like campy because it about a fucking old school like comic book character mm-hmm. um, but it's got charm to it I like it I think Alec Baldwin's career kind of suffered for it I wish I would have saw him in more stuff in the 90s mm-hmm. but yeah she was in that and then she kind of just fizzled out she's in more stuff in the 2000s but nothing really big nothing like this I think she's uh, fine in this movie she's not like knock it out I of think, the park I think they definitely <clears throat> could have gotten somebody else Oh no, I'm not exactly sure who but there's some parts where I'm just like... Imagine like mm-hmm. a Sharon Stone in this. Yeah. Sh- Sharon Stone would have killed this role. Um, Too bad. Oh, no. I was going to... Obviously, the, this is impossible. But too bad you can't like... There's not a technology where you can see an actress or actor from one period and then do a role... From an old movie, like imagine Kate Blanchett playing her, because they're both white as fuck. <laughs> I mean, she could have done it; she would have been really young. No, I know, obviously, but I'm saying, yeah. like, imagine if you could see that imposed. You know, like, oh, okay. you could see her. Yeah. Like, I feel like she like could they, play like, a role. Di- like, like they that. digitally like take her out of the movie and put somebody else into. Yeah, it. wow. And then do all of that. <clears throat> they did that with that fucking Zack Snyder movie, uh, uh recently, but. Uh, they weren't shot that far in between, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, she's she's okay. She's she's, she's, she's okay fine. in the movie. She's not she's not too. Her bad. best parts is when she's dancing. Yeah, she's a good dancer. Honestly, um, next up, if it's really her. Yeah, yeah, that's another that's another thing. Um, next up, we got uh, Luis Guzman as Pachanga. <laughs> Uh, oh, baby, come on, man, let's do it, man. Let's I fucking love Luis Guzman, dude. <laughs> I love Luis Guzman so much. He's fucking. I just think he's his mannerisms and the way he talks to people and everything that he's in oh, yeah. is just so funny. It's like comedy gold. And, and waiting. He, <laughs> yeah. Well, I I don't like that movie that much. What? But yeah, I saw it way later. I, we don't oh, have to man. go into yeah, it. Yeah, I but, saw it right when it came out. Yeah. So Luis Guzman. He's in this movie. He works with PTA a bunch of times. Uh, Boogie Nights, Punch Drunk Love, Magnolia. He's in, works with. He works with a bunch of directors. Uh, Brian De Palma, fucking PTA. He worked with uh, Steven Soderbergh on fucking Out of Sight. Then he starts working with Adam Sandler and his crew. He's in Anger Management and a couple other of his movies. But he fits into this fucking movie like perfect, so perfectly. Yeah. He he looks the part. You believe he's a fucking like kind of like a bodyguard for like a little club like that Mm. um and his line readings in it he just (laughs) he just seems so natural like you really believe you really believe it and it's i think he's fucking great in this movie um yeah i uh funny to be oh so him so that's another thing so there's a cartoonishness about this movie that i that i enjoy um and i don't know if de palma did it on purpose because he makes movies after this that aren't like this. 
but there's a cartoonishness about this movie and what I think is cool we mentioned Sean Penn is Luis Guzman plays a similar character to what Al Pacino would have been or maybe how Benny Blanco is in Grand Theft Auto Vice City he mm-hmm. voices a character for that on top of that, the main character in that game, Tommy Versetti, has a sniveling Jewish lawyer, and the character looks exactly like Sean Penn from oh, wow. Carlito's Way. This is back when uh, Grand Theft Auto usually had fucking big actors in all their all their video games. They don't do that anymore, but Luis Guzman's in that, and he plays a similar character that he would have been in this one. I just think that's really interesting. Damn, I didn't know that. Um, after that, we got John Leguizamo playing Benny Blanco. John Leguizamo, man, he, um, I feel like he always gives 100% yeah. in everything that he does. Uh, he is famous for, uh, he actually, he was in Casualties of War as well with Sean Penn. Um, he's got a small part in that. I remember him in Executive Decision yeah. with fucking Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. He's part of like the SEAL Team 6 or whatever. He works with Baz Luhrmann a couple times and Romeo and Juliet and uh, Moulin Rouge. Uh, he's in Spawn. I remember really loving yeah. Spawn. I remember getting Wizard magazine and seeing him get put into the makeup Dude, of the clown. So cool. So fucking cool. And then he, I cannot uh, miss Tu Wong Fu. Uh, oh thank you for God. everything. Where he plays a cross dresser. Uh, people really love that movie. Chi Chi. Uh, yeah. Uh, 1997, he got his own movie with the pest. I uh, love that movie. Do you really? Fuck yeah. Oh my god. Fucking grew up watching that shit. It's it's something. I it's fucking something, I say. still love that movie to and this day. At, at one part at one point in the nineties he had his own variety show, uh sketch comedy show called House of Buggin. I don't know if you remember that. No, I don't. Yeah, I remember I used to watch it. It wasn't very funny, it got cancelled after one season or whatever, but I remember. Um and since then he's he's been doing you know, good work. He's got his own, uh, like, one-man show. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ghetto Clown. There's another show where he talks about Howard Zinn's People History of the United States. Um, heard that's really interesting. Um, and, obviously, he's in the John Wick franchise. Mm-hmm. He's good in that. But uh, him in this movie, obviously, he plays Benny Blanco. Like, scumbag. Fucking scumbag antagonist uh, in this movie. And, um, yeah, it's uh, he's he's... Believable and believable. I just read today actually that he used to avoid going out in the sun to keep his skin light to get roles because all Dang. Hispanic people that were getting roles in the industry were light skinned. Wow. So yeah, that is John Leguizamo. Um after that we got Laline. <laughs> Played by Viggo Mortensen. Viggo Mortensen, famous from The Lord of the Rings, uh, that plays Aragorn in that movie. It's the last movie we just did. Um, but he's in a bunch of shit before that. He's in The Prophecy. He's in Leatherface, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's in Gus Van Zandt's uh, remake of Psycho. G.I. Jane, Daylight with uh, Sylvester Stallone. After... He became famous from uh, Lord of the Rings. He did some other great movies, Eastern Promises, History of Violence. And then, like we said last time, he's in that movie Green Book that won Best Picture a couple years ago. So, him in this movie. (laughs) Here it comes. Laleen, baby. You remember Laleen? Oh, yeah, man. That one kid from back in the day. A stand-up guy. He's a stand-up guy. That joke. (laughs) If For those of you who haven't seen this movie yet... (laughs) You know, 
they tell they tell Al Pacino that Lailene's up in his up in his office and mm-hmm. he talks about Lailene. He's like, I remember he was a good looking kid. Yeah. He used to help people back into the restaurant. From what I remember, he's a stand up guy. Yeah. At this point, the camera's panning over. They reveal Laline Viggo Mortensen in a wheelchair, yeah. and I'm like, "Dude, come on!" Yeah, doing doing bumps. Yeah, doing bumps in fucking Al Pacino's office. Viggo Mortensen's performance, I I find it comical because, dude, he's Aragorn. Um, and you said, dude, and you said he speaks fluent Spanish. Oh yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he he's not. He was. He grew up in Venezuela and then Argentina until he's like eleven. And wow. his parents divorced and then he moved back to the States. Nice. But like he's fluent in Spanish and that's why, like, if you notice his Spanish, like he speaks very little in, in his scene, but like yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. very good. But like in between like his lines he'll yeah. he'll put like a couple phrases together. Oh, yeah. That's what I noticed. Yeah. Um and I was just like it just his character. Just come on, man. Come on, girl. I wear fucking diapers. Man. I piss myself every day. I can't walk. I can't, I can't help. <laughs> it just him in this fucking movie is uh, incredible. Just uh, out of place. kill me, man. Just, just kill fucking me. Fucking kill me. It's not even on, man. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Viggo Mortensen in this Laline, movie. Uh, yeah, it's Laline. Laline's fucking great. Uh, you, oh, no, what do you say? Hey, Brian, this is for you. Wait, 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 wait hold it. Well, if you put me, you might forget it later. He's like, just kill me, you cocksucker. You cocksucker? Dude, yeah. <laughs> no, because that's definitely one of my favorite scenes. Oh, so I was dude. like, I'll talk about this shit later. Oh, my bad. Uh, but um, regardless. Okay, so that's Laline. <laughs> Laline. All right, then we got... Um, shit. Next person I just wanted to, to shout out, uh, James Rebhorn. He is a that guy for sure. He's done a lot of shit. He plays D.A. Oh, yeah. Norwalk. He's in My Cousin Vinny, Independence Day, Son of a Woman with Al Pacino again, Meet the Parents, Basic Instinct, The Game, Dave Fincher's movie. He's been in a lot of shit, and yeah. he always plays like an asshole, like a some dude of authority. He really I, does. I, he's a that guy. I thought I just needed to mention him. And the only other fucking... Um, Couple people I wanted to mention was John Ortiz, who plays uh, Al Pacino's cousin. Oh yeah, um, he's in Silver Linings Playbook at Astra. Guajiro, Guajiro, yeah. yeah. Uh, I rec- I, the yesterday was the first time I recognized him because I seen him in Silver Linings Playbook, and after looking through his his um his, he's in that new Kong franchise and. Uh, yeah, I I just I like that guy. He's kind of funny. So um, watching it this time, seeing him young and getting his fucking throat slit and everything, I was like, oh my god, dude. The guy, the guy from uh, he's in, he's a that guy too. The the dude from Ghost. He's, oh he's yeah, in that that's, scene. A, that's only um, Rick uh, Avias. Gisqueria, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in Ghost. Yeah, yeah, I noticed him right away. Um, but yeah. Uh, that's kind of the the cast I wanted to go through. I yeah. did want to talk about Brian De Palma a little bit, though. Yeah, of course. Uh, Brian De Palma is one of the directors that grew up with like the gold, like not the golden age, like the new age of directors. Um, he went to film school with fucking George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, Francis Ford Coppola, Martin Scorsese. They all grew up around each other. They all show each other their movies and everything. So he makes Carrie, 
and then he makes a bunch of other movies. Uh, most famously, he made The Untouchables. He made this movie. He made Scarface. Um, and I just think that he's a director that people don't talk about enough anymore. He used mm. to get talked about a lot before. Uh, after this, he made The First Mission Impossible and pretty much built that franchise from where, where it was. It's a, way different from what it is now, but yeah. he kind of like set that world up and set that character up. Uh, and he made it good. And uh, yeah, he's just... He's a really good director and... He's got some good movies under his belt, but like I said, this movie is cartoonish. Untouchables is kind of not cartoonish, but a little hokey in certain yeah. ways. And I think um, as serious as uh, as serious as Scarface is, there's a like comic book like essence to that movie, like especially with the montages and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that carries over like Brian De Palma's work. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, that's Brian De Palma, director of this movie. Uh, moving on, we can talk about our favorite scenes. I just really like how, r- real quick, I just really like how he focuses on um, Carlito, like as like he's really trying to stay straight, and you could just see how many things are 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 just coming at him from left and right. You yeah, know? yeah, and it's just like, and one of the first scenes that does that is when he meets up with that Ronaldo guy right after he's walking with his cousin or his, yeah, his little cousin. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. 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 And, and then he goes, down, they sit down on the, on the corner right yeah. there. Yeah. And then right there is the first one. He's like, so what's up, man? Yeah, like, you know, like, you nah, back. I'm retired. Yeah. He's like, Oh, you found religion. He goes, yeah, I'm studying to be a priest. <laughs> studying to be a priest. He's got that little lisp. Yeah. Yeah. No, not me. Never me. Never me. Uh, That's one of my favorite scenes, by the way. Really? Like in the beginning. Like okay. one of my first favorite scenes. Besides the opening narration, that whole part yeah, yeah, where he's yeah. narrating. I love that part um, when he meets with him because that's really like you, you, like he's serious about it. Yeah. He's like, I'm really not getting back into this. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. And, and, you, I don't I, need, and you need to know that about the character. And he doesn't even need... What like he doesn't even feel owed any money yeah, yeah, from yeah. anybody because he's like oh all that time you didn't say my name yeah yeah you feel like I owe you something he goes I no I don't I don't yeah, need yeah. shit from you because yeah. if I do if I take that then you're gonna ask yeah, yeah, me for yeah. something something so he's else. like nope uh huh um I had the drug deal at the beginning with his cousin oh yeah uh that scene obviously there's a shootout you could yeah I mean. I understand. I feel like they could have figured out a better way to do this because in that scene, you're supposed to get the idea that Carlito's been on the streets, so he knows what to look for. He knows like the secrets and everything yeah. like that. So you get him looking at the bathroom and mm-hmm. then somebody hiding behind the door. Yeah. And then he starts setting up that pull shot and everything. And that's supposed to be like, oh, first of all, there's something wrong. Second yeah. of all, Carlito noticed it. So that gives him credibility like as a character. Yeah. However, in all reality, whoever was hiding in that bathroom, there's two guys playing pool. There's that guy behind the bar. There could have been three other guys just hanging out at a table. Oh, yeah. The whole bathroom thing was kind of like, yeah. you didn't need somebody in the bathroom. But regardless, that's like... The first scene that I'm like, oh, this is like yeah, high high tension, 
this is when he's first like, oh, fuck, he just killed some people. And now he's like, he could get away clean, but he's getting by by the fucking skin of his teeth yeah. like every time, you know? And like he, like he says later on, like, I've never killed anybody. Yeah. That, you know, I've always had to kill people, but it's because I was put in those situations. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. He's always trying to like... He's always trying to make the ex- not an excuse, but he's like always trying to like justify, justify every yeah, every yeah. little thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. He, he has to. Other than how you sleep in it. Yeah, you know. Um, anything else? Because the next one that I have is like pretty far out. Um. Yeah, I have that. Um. The heist. I have the classic line. Here comes the pain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reloaded. Okay. Come on in here, motherfuckers! Come on, I'm waiting for you! Why, you ain't coming in? Okay, I'm coming out! Are you up against it now, motherfuckers? I'm gonna blow your fucking brains out! You think you're big time? You're gonna fucking die big time! That sample Slipknot uses in on their first album. Oh, really? And the song "Sick," and yeah, it's the very funny. first song. And that's where you get the poster too, because he turns yeah. out the lights in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's that's him in there. Um, t- the next scene that I had uh, was uh, the wire scene, the one with like Laline. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, that's another scene where they sh- they show you fucking. Um, like Carlito knows the fucking lowdown. Like oh, he yeah. knows he's being fucking recorded. Yeah, because first he's like, "How the fuck did you get out?" Yeah, you're doing yeah, yeah, thirty yeah, yeah, years. Yeah. Oh, I got past it. You got past it. That's good for you, man. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Wait, wait, wait. This how you beat your thirty years, no. huh? Piece of shit. <laughs> Let me explain. I'll kill you. Push you in a fucking river on your... What the fuck is going on, Carlito? No, no. Wait a minute. Wait a fucking second. Now Wait a minute. You fucking... a fucking chiva, man? No, I see. Let me... You fucking rabbit. Let me... Let me... Fucking kill him, man. Let me... Oh, fuck, Carlito, man. Oh, let him fucking kill me. Oh, fuck you. Oh, kill me, you motherfucker. Look what I got. Look what I got. I mean, look at me. You got everything, man. I mean... Come on. Look what I gotta fucking go around with. Fucking diapers, man. I got fucking diapers. I shit my pants every day. I can't walk. I can't hump. You know? Go ahead and kill me, you cocksucker. And then fucking... Yeah, it's right. like, Come on, I got a business deal for a dude. But yeah, Viva Morrison that fucking scene. <laughs> I can't hump. Come on. <laughs> it's, it's not even... It's not even on, man. It's not. <laughs> like the... <clears throat> like I said... <clears throat> this movie you're you're working with like high caliber act like people who really care really good director yeah um the story's really good 
But there's just this level of, and and I'm wondering if that's like how I mean because Brian De Palma is a white dude. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people in this movie are miscast. Well, not too many people, but I wonder if that's like how like the direction that he pushed it in is that's how like him not coming from that area of life sees like those type of characters you know yeah i mean because he could he could have heard vigo Mortensen's performance in that scene and been like tone it the fuck down like we're not making fucking looney tunes here, i think, I think it's know? just because like he's so he's so desperate and he's just so like i don't know i i don't think his accent is too too bad it's not it's not that his accent's bad it's the like <clears throat> it was but like i said it works for the scene but i i I can see that scene playing out where I don't laugh at it at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> but when I watch it, and when I watch it, I was definitely like, dude, uh, this I die is every fucking, time Lalin comes up. This is fucking funny. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I could, I could see somebody else doing the performance where it's just, it's dead serious, and you're wor- you're, you're really worried because I'm not worried if he fucking kills Lalin there or whatever. You yeah. Know? I just, I honestly feel kind of feel bad for Laleen. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, dude. He seemed like he was like the fucking ladies' man. He yeah, was yeah. like the coolest guy around, took and then the and took a few in the back, and you know. Yeah, no. I mean, of course, of course. It, it's just, it's yeah. It's, it, I, that's like I said. It's one of my favorite scenes. Um, it's just, re- it's really cool. And like, I was thinking yesterday because I was, I was trying to remember why that scene happens, and like. It just happens, and I was like, it doesn't, it doesn't move the plot anywhere forward, but it does, it does. because he tells him about fucking Gail dancing, yeah, and then he also you find out that the DA sent him there, and mm-hmm. you find out that the DA was sent there because Sean Penn fucking rats him out later, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's one of my. It's just everyone's hating on Carlito, man. Yeah, the man, fact that he some... got out. Yeah, yeah. The DA's pissed he got out on the technicality. And, you know, these fools are trying to pull him back in. These fools are trying to, you know, take him back to jail. Yeah. Nobody wants to see Carlito live, man. (laughs) Nobody except Gail. Yeah, Gail. But before that, I love when Carlito just first walks into the club. And he's introducing everybody. Yeah. He's introducing Sasso. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, he yeah. goes, but he goes, no, he goes, my name is now it's Ron. He's Ron. like, okay, Ron, okay, Ron, <laughs> and then they find out, yeah, who's that? That's Sasso, oh, also known, known as, as Ron. Ron. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, that's um, that's great. Uh, and then him and Carlito, him, him and Benny's first interaction. I was gonna say the se- the second one, he's like wants the fucking the chick or whatever. Oh, you like but that the, one the, better? The, the first one's like. It's a, it's yeah, it's good. I I like the first one because like he he was cool with Benny right there. Yeah, yeah. He, he's yeah. like, oh, he's he's a punk, but he hasn't disrespected me yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's all right right now. And then Benny was also like, Carlito's all right too. Like they were both like, all right, like you haven't pissed me he off. He tries yet. to send him fucking bottles like a yeah. few times. Yeah, you know? and it wasn't until later on the second time when he was trying to be like, oh, that's my chick. He goes, no, she's. To the club, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then now it's like fuck off. But yeah, I'm just always like, dude, Carlito, why? He could, and he could, and he could have just because he's like, I mean, he could have like that first time gave him two minutes, been like, hey, bro, like, <clears throat> hey, bro, like, 
I'm out of the game. Yeah. Like you're big, respe- you're big, you're big, you. you're big man now. Like yeah. hang out at the club, yeah. treat my people with respect, and, and like good. we won't got any problems, and like we're good. Yeah. Could have done that, yeah. and you you like it's your game, it's your world to fucking deal smack in to be build your empire and all that shit, and could have saved him a lot of fucking grief. Yeah. Yeah. And I would have thought you know him being in prison would have been like he would he would have learned that you know and been like hey like I'm not a bitch and I'm not gonna let him walk all over me in my club but i'm also i don't need this extra headache here of you know yeah clearly he does that, it he does it in the in the wrong moments yeah because yeah the second that's the other scene that i want to bring up the second scene where he fucking wants uh fuck what's her name gina or oh stephanie stephanie yeah stephanie and they have that confrontation and then fucking Weasel ass Sean Penn pulls that gun out oh, and he like God. wants to shoot him. He's just got that stupid smile on his face. Huh? Huh? How about now? How huh? you feel like a big man? Yeah. Huh? And then they fucking pull him out to the fucking to the alley. Fucking Luis Guzman wants to fucking oh, throw him do. off the pier. Come on, let's do him, Come on, it'll be, oh, it'll it'll be fun, like just times. like old times, <laughs> dude. Like, Fucking love Luis Guzman in this fucking movie. Come on, Poppy, let's do it. Let me do it right now. Dude, you should believe it, man. He's, yeah. he's fucking hopped up and he's like probably having the best time of his oh, life yeah. out there. But when he tells him, he's like, you better fucking kill me. Yeah, man. because the next time I, I see you, I'm going to fucking kill you. Kill you. Yeah, and he should have. And then, fuck, <sighs> dude. Already, all Carlito, I know he didn't want the extra heat on him for like ordering a death. All he would have had to say in the alley is... Do whatever you want, just don't involve me. Yeah. And then fucking Luis Guzman oh, would have fucking killed him. Yeah. They would have took throw him off the fucking pier. Yeah. But then he just fucking tells him, No, let him go. Yeah. Let him go. Cause he wasn't even thinking of of, of betraying him right then. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It yeah. wasn't until much later. And see that's the thing too, is like that digs his grave even deeper because Luis Guzman sees that and he's like, Oh, he's so going soft. Yeah. He's weak. Like he's like that's why he says after that he's like, "Oh, streets are always watching, mm-hmm. watching to see if you're weak. You ain't got it no more." Uh, but yeah, that's a uh, that's another one of my favorite scenes. I I like the uh, I didn't write it down, but I do like the fucking the party uh, where he ta- oh, where yeah. he tells him about the boat and yeah. then the dude's fucking nailing that chick <laughs> the fucking <laughs> lot. What the you got guests here. Yeah, I got guests here. You want to fuck somebody? Go fuck them in the house like, like a, a human, like a human being. But what does he tell him? He's like, he's like, what's your problem, David? Like, <laughs> yeah, says some shit. Like he's totally like, chill, man. But dude, but I'm also like, chill too, though, because there's people doing cocaine all over this fucking place. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to eat, but everyone's doing fucking blow around them. Yeah. I don't know. That, that fucking party's hilarious. It is. It's pretty and, funny. I love that he's sitting over there by himself, just like, oh, I got to be here, but I'm not going near this shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a that's a great scene. Um, and then, I don't know, do you have any other ones? Because I only have one more. Uh, which one? Well, two more, kind of. Uh, the boat. Oh, of course. On the boat yeah. scene. That's just like when you know everything's going to shit. Yeah. It's like the fucking point in... Fucking Goodfellas when Jimmy hands fucking Henry the match the matchbook to tells him to go kill somebody. You're just like, oh, I am mm-hmm. fucked. I'm in too deep. Yeah. You see that? You see that light right there? Huh? See it? Yeah, the light. Okay. Now just keep the bow points straight at that fucking light. Okay? All right. Now I got the light. Okay. Hey. 
That's that scene was one of the first scenes that I remember seeing when I saw the movie the first time, and then I remember having this conversation. I can't remember what we're talking about. I think the first time you brought this up was that scene, seeing fucking Sean Penn hit that dude in the head and see his fucking head like bust open. Mm -hmm. I saw the movie when I was a little kid, and like growing up, you're watching fucking Looney Tunes and a bunch of shit. I didn't know, like, I know if you got stabbed or if you got shot, like, oh, you get hurt or whatever. I didn't know that, like, a blunt object can yeah. fucking crack your skull open and you'd start bleeding. So seeing that oh, the first time, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I, like, what's happening right now? Like, you just fucking murdered this dude. And I feel like it would take a few good cracks uh, yeah, yeah, to yeah, actually yeah. bust someone's head open yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have to fucking hit him pretty fucking hard, like, a few times. Yeah, to, like, and he does until it shows it Yeah, that it's opened up. And I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. That scene, you know the 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 tenseness of it because you don't know if once they get on the on the boat, there's gonna be a confrontation. They're gonna try and kill fucking both of them, Carlito and fucking David. Yeah. And then that happens, and then Carlito starts freaking out. You just killed us, and yeah. fucking. They gotta get rid of the bodies, and now they're gonna have to deal with the aftermath of that shit. So that scene, I think, is really cool as well. And that's finally when he tells him he's like. David, We're done. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you're not, you're not no. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're not playing no more. Yeah, he's you're not, like, you're, you're not a lawyer no more. You, you crossed the line. You're a gangster now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, he's like, We're even now. Say, say it. it. Say it. Say it. We even. Yeah. God. Yeah. God, Charlie. <laughs> Get Kalino. Um. Yeah. That scene. Obviously, Sean Penn, when he gets fucking shot in the head, he, just, he gets his fucking comeuppance. But the whole, like, last run yeah. through, the, through the train station, high stakes, fucking, then there's a shootout, gets to the train, and then fucking Guizamo yeah. fucking shoots him. Still, still gets me every fucking time, you cocksucker. You cocksucker. Fucking Benny Blanco. There's a producer now named Benny Blanco. I wonder if he got his name from that. Oh, probably. He's a. You seen Dave? Yeah. You know that ugly guy? Oh yeah. Yeah, his name's Benny Blanco. Um, Benny Blanco yeah, from the bridge. Uh, that whole la- that whole last scene. I I was noticed. I never noticed John Leguizamo running up next to him. Yeah, before. I was gonna. I had that in the very end. The, he's got that jacket on. It so just looks like a dude running. Who's I was late. Like, but I was like watching it, and I was like, "Is that just some guy running from the gunshots?" Uh-huh. And then fucking remember me, Benny Blanco from the Bronx. <laughs> oh, Shoots the him. scene when when uh, he goes back to get his money, and then all the Italian oh, yeah, dudes yeah, yeah, are yeah, sitting yeah. there. He's like, "Hey, hey, Carlito, man, hey, come sit down, yeah. have, have a seat with us." Like, why is he here? Haven't seen him in a long time. He used to run with the Pleasant Hill gang. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he goes, ah, oh, we used to think this guy was fucking Italian, Italian. man. He's look, a fucking spick. Look at him with this face. <laughs> He's an Italian. He dances like an Italian, too. <laughs> oh, man. And then um, I love when he fucking goes up to uh, uh, Sasso, a.k.a. Ron. He goes... Where's my, Where's my fucking, fucking money? money? I don't know. I'll cut your fucking liver out. <laughs> Dude, his speeches in this fucking movie. Uh, yeah, but those are those are like all my favorite yeah. scenes. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of like little parts yeah. that I really love. Um, the, the 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 sex scene is not really needed, but that's like, what I, like, that's what I, that's what I was gonna say. But I do love when he, he sees her through the crack and yeah. he kicks the fucking door well, open. Well, no, because she's like, "What are you gonna do? Break my door open and fucking take my clothes yeah. off?" And he fucking was like, "Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the fuck, you're pretty much asking me to do that right yeah. now." Um, but yeah, it's a uh, what a movie. Do you get Vincent Hanna vibes? Yeah, I mean, these movies aren't made that far apart from each other. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, he's got a little bit of Vincent Hanna in him. Yeah, he's, I mean, that's just Pacino doing Pacino things. <laughs> um, what was I fucking, what was I going to say? Oh, I noticed this weird thing that fucking Pacino does throughout this movie. He moves his cups for no reason. Like, he doesn't like how close or far away from they are. It's mm. just, I noticed it one time, and I didn't think it was going to happen again. Because mm. I was like, oh, that's a weird character choice. And then he does it, like, three more times. When they're, like, sitting somewhere talking, like, he'll just move the cup while he's, like, doing his lines. Like, oh, yeah. Just using what's in front of him to, like, I don't know. I just thought it was strange. What about the way he sits? Like, he's like always he, slouched like, down. Like, sprawled out. Yeah, always. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> and when the cops are interviewing he's like he's like yeah we're gonna put you away we got this we got that he's like is that all is that all <laughs> is that it can I go now yeah uh, he's just um, he's I feel like he, he, he's doing like um, he mentions Humphrey Bogart in the movie like he's doing like his Humphrey Bogart routine you know, I could I could see that I could see him being like a like a young kid who went to the movies when he was younger yeah. and grew up in a neighborhood where he had to be tough and that was the tough guy yeah. that he saw on the screen. So he's doing a he's doing a Humphrey Bogart. I feel like Brian De Palma. I feel I probably not, but he they mentioned that in Scarface. Yeah, when Tony Montana's being interrogated in the beginning, mm-hmm. he's like, "Where'd you learn the English, Tony?" He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Uh, Humphrey Bogart, James yeah. Cagney. Yeah, they teach me to talk, right? So I feel like they're like, "Oh, let's put that in there too." Yeah, because yeah, you're right. It taught all these guys. Yeah, how maybe. to be t- how to be tough guys. Yeah, yeah, that makes it makes total sense. Um, anything else? I am trying to think. Yeah. Oh, when they're at the when they're at the coffee shop the first time, I just uh they get up to go say goodbye and then they kind of stop in the middle of the coffee shop and they do this long hug and they're both kind of like making noises and like shit and I was just like if I was sitting at that coffee shop and that was happening <laughs> next to me like uh what the fuck is going on right now cuz they go in for this long fucking hug. Yeah. 
uh and yeah it, it, and then they're making these noises and like they're like being really in, like they're the only people in the room and it's a whole fucking coffee shop full of people yeah and, and it's just i don't know i found it funny they also stop in the middle of the goddamn street they do and, yeah and the cops are the, the cars are coming and that's when the cops show up i'm like what the fuck are you guys doing <laughs> yeah uh also can you tell me something how come nobody closes doors in movies i don't know you ever noticed that i had not in like every movie you mean in a lot they always walk in a place and then never close the door i mean how often do you close a door when you walk into somewhere all the time like a front door or like yeah the, the front door it's always a front door to a, to a house or an apartment but they leave it open almost always watch next time you watch something notice that and it's like they open the door and they just walk in they just keep walking Oh, I was going to say, he's supposed to be going back to the restaurant to get $70,000. The yeah. money that he pulls out of that fucking thing, that's not $70,000. No. No, that guy that guy, fucking took most of that. But at that point, they're already after him, so he fucking just grabs whatever he can. Takes yeah, off. and then I was going to say also, so much drinking in this movie. They're drinking oh, yeah. sh- like fucking... Cock, like not even cocktails, like just straight alcohol. Shop. This whole yeah. fucking movie, just like on the rocks shit the whole time. Yeah, um, it makes me kind of want to start. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, that's kind of that's kind of all I got on on Carlito's way. Did you ever see the the prequel? Yeah, the I did. See Rise it. of Power. Yeah, I have, I have seen it. Is it good? Uh, with Jay Hernandez. No. I didn't think he, so. I mean, it's not a terrible, terrible movie, but he's doing like a bad Pacino. And I feel like instead of like making it their own kind of movie, they kind of like, uh, they kind of just co- try to do like a carbon copy of it. See, I didn't know anything about it. Um, when I saw the, the picture of the movie or whatever, I yeah. thought I thought it was... Supposed to be Carlito's son. No, it's yeah, it's but a, it's apparently a it's a prequel. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't it's about him that. when he was younger. Um, I think it'd be cooler if it, they got his son. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I mean, who knows? But uh, yeah, man, uh, Carlito's way. It's fucking great, great movie. That movie is. Uh, it's just. It's a fun ass movie. And yeah, I, I think it's it's a, it's a little hefty. I think <laughs> I think you could cut twenty minutes out of that movie. I don't know where, but I think you could get twenty minutes out of that movie. Some of the scenes with Gale, maybe. Yeah, maybe. or yeah, I don't know. Like, I I kind of like their 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 interaction when they're at the coffee shop. And he's talking about like, are you still mad? You yeah, know, yeah, she's yeah. like, well, you kind of left. I mean, you need some of that, yeah. a lot of the stuff of Gail. You need a lot of it, but I just feel like you could, you could, for every like scene with her or like other scenes, you could either shave like a minute or two off the front or end of each one. They're they're a little heavy handed, I think. Yeah. But overall, great movie. Uh, seen it a bunch of times. Probably see it a bunch more times before I die. My nephew was right next to me when I was watching the end of it. Oh yeah, yeah, and it was right when the when you're the... continuing the tradition, my fucking dude. When you're watching the end of it, that's how I saw it with my uncle. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was right at the uh, 
like right when the chase scene started. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he came in and he was on his phone, and this is the second movie that he's put his phone down. Oh yeah. One, the Shining was the other one. Oh really? Yeah. And he put it down, and I was watching him, and I was like, he he hasn't picked up his phone again, you know. And he watched the whole. And how the, old is to he? The end. He's twelve. He's twelve. Yeah. That's great. And we're sitting there watching it, and then he goes. He's laughing at the Italian dudes, like yeah, yeah. you know, the big guy, the big fat guy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then he's just like, "How did they not see him right there?" Like when he's like <laughs> he's in the escalator, you know. Yeah. And I was like, "He's he's down, man. He's behind the thing. They can't see him." And I'm getting all like, "Don't pick this movie apart," <laughs> you know. And then, uh, but um, yeah, overall, he's like, and I'm explaining to him, like catching him up, yeah, real yeah, quick. yeah, because yeah. he doesn't know what the fuck's going yeah, on. Yeah, he's like, "Who are these guys?" I was yeah. like, "Oh." Him and his lawyer, uh, I think he saw him in the hospital bed. But I was like, that guy in the hospital bed was his lawyer. Yeah, and murdered then a mob he boss. killed this guy because he robbed him of a million dollars. And then now they think, you know, he, since he was there, they want to kill him. But he had nothing to do with it. And then, um, and then that whole thing. And so he's like really into it. And then when Benny Blanco shoots him, he's yeah. like, "Dang, all random." I was like, no. I was no. like, he didn't see. I was like, he disrespected him a couple times in the past. Fuck Benny. Carlito, this is from Benny Blanco. Send it back. Vete, vete. Charlie, please, you can't do this. Benny Blanco spends a lot of money here. Ah, uh, he's a nickel bagger. Come on. What happened to you? What are you acting like this for? It doesn't make sense to hit this guy. Because this guy is you 20 years ago. Never me. Never me. Hey, Mr. Bugante, it's the second time you turn me down for a drink, man. Well, you don't like my champagne? Hey, it could be. I don't know. Maybe it's a misfucking understanding here. I don't know, man. Maybe you don't remember me. My name is Maybe Benny I don't Blanco. give a shit. Maybe I don't remember the last time I blew my nose either. Who the fuck are you? I should remember you. Huh? What, you think you like me? You ain't like me, motherfucker. You a punk. I've been with made people. Connected people. Who you been with? Chain snatching, jive ass, modicum motherfuckers. Why don't you get lost? Go ahead, snatch a purse. Come on, take a fucking walk. The only problem here is that Steffi doesn't know where she belongs. Come on, Steffi, let's go. Steffi belongs here. That's where she belongs. I think Steffi's making a big fucking mistake. Hey, 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 hey. He told him, next time I see you, I'm going to kill you. And then he goes, oh. He goes, but like, why didn't he just kill him? I was like, because he's been trying to go straight this whole time. He's, yeah. like, been trying to, like, you know, live clean and just get out and retire. I was like, but it came back to to bite him in the ass. Yeah. And he's like, dang, he should have just killed him. <laughs> I was like, I know, man. That's what I'm saying. Oh, man. what That's great, man. Yeah. That's great to hear. Anytime, yeah. anytime that he watches a movie with you when we're doing this podcast, let us know. All right. It's, it's nice to know that yeah. we're passing on. I mean, 12 years old is a really pretty... Pretty young age to watch this movie, but fuck it. Dude, real quick, I remember I was watching Rambo First Blood. Yeah. And he was even younger. He was like probably eight. Uh and the first scene when he breaks out of the police station and he just like beats the shit out of all the cops. Yeah, yeah. 
I'll never forget his reaction. He just goes, whoa! <laughs> like when he throws the first cop through like the yeah, glass, yeah, yeah. you know? And he could not believe it. He was just like, like, dude, he watched that movie like like on the edge of the seat. And he was just like, <laughs> and I'm explaining to him, you know, I'm like, oh, he was in the Vietnam War. He's like, oh, really? He goes, oh, and then I was like, they don't understand him. Like they don't, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he's like super into it. But uh, it's just it's just cool to relive those movies when you have a younger kid yeah. with you watching it, you know. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think we got this one in the bag. Yeah, did pretty well. Uh, yeah, that is Carlito's Way, directed by Brian De Palma, came out in 1993, starring Al Pacino. Um, I had a lot of fun on this one. Yeah, me too. Um, for play it again, man. I'm Steven Valdez, I'm Jason Brunez, and we will see you at the movies. See you later, guys. Cocksucker. Uh-huh.